At the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. It's Festivus on Cofield and Company. My problems with the three clowns you have on in the morning, they can't say more than three words to a sentence without using a word like. It's like this. They threw the ball like this. He caught the ball like this. Tell those guys, get a vocabulary, learn some other words than like, and maybe they'll say something that people will listen to. Adam, maybe you know, go to the drive-thru at 5 o'clock and then bitch about the drive-thru, get onto the radio about how long everybody takes. <laughs> maybe you could do some cardio, buddy, and get out of your car. Are you ready to air your ESPN Las Vegas grievances? It's Festivus on Cofield and Company. Hey, happy welcome to those of you out in Reno joining us for the Battleborn Sports Hour on ESPN Reno. And welcome to the first year of Festivus for all you out north. We do this every single year, the airing of grievances. We will take your call, 702-364-1100. We'll take your calls and uh, get some grievances. For those in the Reno area, give us a call. We're pretty new to the uh, you know to the market, but if you have something that you've hated over the last what month now has it been? Let yeah. it be known about the show, about the people on the show, about sports in Nevada, about anything, right. anything you want to scream about, complain about. This is your chance. One day a year, where you just get to crush us and attack us, and there's really not much we can do about it. Hopefully, uh, we're going to go to Gordon now. Here, Gordon, you have a very, very big burden on your shoulders. Uh, Reno is now listening. Please let them know what Festivus is like. Happy Festivus, Gordon. Thank you. Uh, first off, Willie was on the air last week with a sore throat, laryngitis. He should have just stayed home in bed. <laughs> you know how irritating it is to listen to the radio and a guy, it's terrible. Have him take the day off. Have somebody replace him. That was awful, okay? Another thing, Steve Cofield, this is the biggest day of the year for this radio show. I don't care if you had to put it on yesterday, tomorrow, or whatever it is. He can't miss this show. So I'm very disappointed that he's not here to hear the grievances. Uh, I really like, I know you're not supposed to be nice things, but I like the lawyer that they got on that show. And uh, Adam, I, I'm not, I, I was trying to look for a complaint, but I can't. You're, you're really good. When you're on the show, that's when I like to listen. And when you did the Joe Shaneman show, that was really good, too. You were the only one that was speaking up. Also, a lot of times, you guys, I don't know if it's contractual, but you do a lot of homer stuff on the local team. It's like, you know, the, the Raiders are awful, but, and you never come out and say, they're awful. Oh, they got a chance for the playoff. It's a This and the sun, it's, it's impossible to get true heartfelt feeling. The Rebels lost to San Francisco last week by a three-pointer. You should have ripped Kruger for making that play. To, isn't it easy to take a two than a three? Okay? So that's my grievances until next year. You guys are wonderful. I listen every single day. Gordon, thank you very much. Happy Festivus. Joining us from an airfield, apparently. Yeah, what was that about? about? Checking out my appearances on other stations, too? That's good, but I don't like the compliments. Right. It's not the right time for this. We don't like it at all. What do you think, Ari? You want to go? To, you want to hit up one more? All right, all right, real quick. Chris, Chris, happy Festivus. Hi, it's Fernando. What's going on, fellas? Oh, All right, Fernando, what's up? Justice, no life. Danny Smith, the degenerate better. He'll bet on Penguin Reese's. Lindsey Brown, thank you, Lizzie. He's 
Okay. No, no, no. Right. You're off. All right. Okay. You know why, Fernando. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Ari laid, laid down some rules in here. Yes. Oh no! I was oh, gonna, no. I was gonna oh, let no. it happen, but what is this? Wow, that was like some, line. that was some real rage from Ari. That was irrational, almost. No, it wasn't. Okay, <laughs> listen to him. He's angry. He's so mad. That's this guy. Huh? Somebody well, just walked in the studio. I think he's angry as well. All right, it's time Although for the big this, four or four. This flies in the face of Festivus. Go ahead. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Four at four. Number four. All right, so we have a big four at four plan, but I mean, Festivus, just all the rules go out the window. Willie Ramirez has joined us. Is your mic, is his mic on? I don't know what that meant. All right, there we go. What's up, man? I'm just on my way to T-Mobile. I have to stop here real quick. I want to say it real fast because I don't want to take too long on anybody and delay or anything. So I ran in. I have to go see Danielle pick up my <laughs> Christmas gift. I appreciate all the calls. And by the way. Wait, is she here? Because I Can you pick up mine too? Yes, but <laughs> okay. I'm keeping yours. Uh, okay. It's only 15. Kevin, I think it was. Great call, but yeah, I wish I was that guy in middle school, but I was the guy with the kick. No, 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 no. You can't you respond. Can't respond. Oh, oh, I was just going to tell him that I got pushed in lockers. I, no, I, no, I, you I, can't I respond. respond. Oh, okay, it breaks the rules. I love that call, though. It was, huh. it was good. You're not allowed to. That's the whole thing. You right. can't, can't I'm sorry, I wasn't arguing. I was more so just saying. No, he, he, he no, made it. no, 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 no. I'm going to pull an I, Ari here, except yeah. with less rage. Can I Fernando. also, can I air a grievance that Ari wrote something on the board? I, there's no chance I can Does read it say that. noodles? What, is, what did he write says, on the Mark board? Mark Woodley times two. Oh, okay. Get to those two right. awesome cuts. Wait, hold on. You don't That was way too quick. You don't have any grievances? I do have a grievance with you. What's up? Oh, boy. Okay. I was enjoying the morning betting report. Okay. And it just was random, like 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 I didn't realize there was a limit. I never got a warning, and then all of a sudden one day it just said, "You've reached your limit." <laughs> oh, you mean like the free articles? Yeah, yeah, pay up, man. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm not allowed to respond. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for it's Festivus, give Willie a subscription to your. Morning right, I'll, I'll pass on a password, even though I didn't get one for the RJ, and I'm a subscriber. I'll give you my mom's. That's what I use. Oh, well, what are we doing? This is not. I'm, this is where I draw the line. This is where I'm snapping. And yeah, if she's here, I. I let me know. All right. Please. See you later, Willie. Have a best of us. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Got to kick him He's out. Coughing he was coughing on the hallway. <laughs> it was great. I guess that was number four. Let's go to number three. <laughs> number three. What do you think? Do you want to use a caller for number three? Do we have Commodore somebody? 64. Uh, no, I told him to call back. So. Okay. No all right. All right. Let's go to Thanks, our guy, Chris. Mark Noodles, over here. Mark Noodles. <laughs> Mark Noodles. Want to set it up or Mark Noodles question mark. Well, he wrote Woodley, but he spelled it W O O D L E, which like who spells Woodley like that? There's an S. What, what is the, there's a greater it's than sign. O D L E Y. Where's the Y? All right, while we're on the subject, you are the only two members of the show that can see things anyway, so <laughs> I appreciate We're the most important people <laughs> who have to see it. Right. I think it, that was a that was a grievance at Steve for not having good eyesight. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I like it's that. It's not. Never mind. Nope. Not it wasn't a grievance. You could respond. It's not for not having good eyesight. It's for the reaction towards said. By the way, poor ooh, eyesight. It's not a well, grievance, but I took a I put I took quite the incriminating photo of Steve Cofield yesterday. You and Ovi. I mean, I like should the that jacket. be our? Should that be our, no? Wasn't the jacket? Should, should that be our festival? Is just to air the grievance and put it out? Put it out on Twitter. Let's save it because I do okay. have a Steve Cofield grievance. All right, speaking of grievances, so we have Mark Woodley. That is the name that we're referring to. Mark, Mark Woodley Mark Noodles. is a, uh, yeah, right, uh, is a Iowa sports anchor, okay? Local Iowa sports anchor who apparently was pulled off of sports 
to report on a blizzard. For blizzard coverage. It's for blizzard By coverage out in Iowa. My dream. To this cover is my weather? dream. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it would be kind of cool. Of course it would. Like, uh, hurricane, weather, yeah. hurricane number one, blizzard number two. It's got to be pretty thrilling. Like, if you know you're kind of in a safe area, it's got to be kind of thrilling to cover something like that. Absolutely. And my, if my bosses are listening over at the RJ, hopefully they didn't hear that subscription talk. But if I, my, if I get my E-edition every morning. Send me to a... To a place to cover a natural disaster tomorrow. So we've all been handed assignments at work that we generally just do not like. Sure. But we're all good workers. And used like nine, 99 times out of 100, I will not voice my displeasure unless it's something that's like way out of left field. Or if it's today. Right. That's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, Mark did not get the memo and was very unhappy about being sent to cover a blizzard in Iowa. Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question. I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. <laughs> the best. Is great point. So this is like a 90-second clip. And Woodley himself posted this, by the way. If you want to watch sure. it, you go to Mark Woodley TV, W-O-O-D-L-E-Y. Not L greater than sign, question mark, squiggly, whatever. Oh, on what planet yeah, is that? I know people can't see what. I'm going to take a wrote. picture. What is uh, that? What planet is that a W? That's a, that's a pretty solid W. If you can't if tell that's, that's a solid a... W, I would hate to see your handwriting like at length. If you can't tell that's a W, I don't know. It's Mark, it looks it's... like a K. Absolutely. Yes. It's identical. It's identical to the K that is nice. Right. There's no difference between your K and your W. This is the one day in the year that I actually get to do my job and control the clock. So let's uh, go ahead on <laughs> to the next move on. Sounds, Another sounds subtle like a grievance. He's actually starting to sound like Mark Woodley. It is. Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan. I've, I've got good news and, and I've got bad news. The, the good news is that I can still feel my face right now. The bad news is I kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back? To my regular job, I, I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo for the last time this morning, thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley, News 7 KWWL. Can I say the best part of that 90 seconds? It's always the same anchor back in the studio. Yeah. So it's just 90 seconds of Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Like, he hates Ryan. Sure. Here's the thing. I don't want to go too far behind the curtain, but everybody is reacting. It's like, well, he really hates his job. He's doing exactly what he should be doing. He crushed it. Right. He's probably getting a new job and a raise out of all of this. He got the entire country to watch a small town Iowa newscast about a blizzard in the middle of the night. KWWL TV. Yeah. Never yeah. heard of it until today. Until today. And he is going to get every job offer he wants. Because of this. So good job for him. But I mean, the, the reaction of like, wow, he hates his job and he's really showing it. Like, no, he's doing a bit to get noticed and to get attention for himself in the station. Brilliant on his part. Number two. How do you say the mascot of the NFL team in Jacksonville? Jaguars. I did that on purpose. How do you really, how do you say it? Jaguars. Say it again. Jaguars. All right, say it. <laughs> Jaguars. I say Jaguars. No, you don't. Yes, I do. He does. I do. I remember that. I, I totally do. I did not know that this was a thing. I think Steve does, oh, too. Yeah. Now, what I've really wanted to do is, I don't know who the guy is that does the commercials, 
I wanted to go with like the European pronunciation. Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. That's really yeah. solid. That's much better. It's much classier. But I'm Jaguar. And I did not know that this was a thing that people like get up in arms about it. Because well, it's like Nevada. Like yesterday on the like Thursday our night. State football, is named Nevada, not right. Nevada. Well, right. I get that. But like Jaguar is such a common pronunciation. I guess people were killing Kirk Herbstreet because he was pronouncing it Jaguar or not how do you say it? Jaguar. Jaguar? Jaguar. 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 I say Jaguar. It's not but that's where is the IRE? I don't know. I just I've always said it. I mean, I, it's it's baffling to me, but that's not it's not the proper even it, just for the team or for, also for the animal. Yeah, just, no, yeah, for, no. I, yeah, I pronounce <laughs> I should pronounce actual jaguars, jaguar. What about the car? <laughs> jaguar, jaguar. <laughs> Number one. All right, it's Festivus. Uh, you know what? This is a um, this is a fair critique. So I'm going to. Um, I'm going to hit social media really quickly because you can send us a lot of stuff up on Twitter as well. Uh, and somebody said that we need to start uh, you know, reading the grievances of the people who are sending them in on Twitter. And rightfully so. Uh, let's see. Oh, boy, I lost it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, it was a good one, too. It had nothing to do with us. Oh, okay, here we go. You ready for this? Uh, Crofts 74 There's quite a bit. Um, but we'll start with this because I, this is a common grievance. Uh, Leon has to go. He stinks. <laughs> Let's get a real voiceover guy. Every time I hear him, it's like listening to Bruce Buffer, an imitation of his brother, a cheap knockoff. Fire Leon. Got to go. We don't have we don't have the power to do that, but I like it. What idiot at Lotus Broadcasting lets someone do commercials for the station and they don't know how to pronounce the name of the state during the read? Happy Festivus. Fire someone. Nevada. Right. That's one that drives you nuts. We can do that. It does drive me nuts. I know we're not supposed to respond, but that is a national commercial, so... Ooh. So I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying. We'll be back. 702-364-1100. Are you ready to air your ESPN Las Vegas grievances? It's Festivus on Cofield and Company. Andrew here. Hi, guys. Big fan of the show. Funny gods in the press box this year. Ed and Tyler are so much fun to listen to. It makes my morning more delightful. But my first grievance goes to one of their guests. Can they get J.R. Sarkis off the show? We don't need an alcohol guy in the show, especially in the morning. It's not like we need more people day drinking than normal. He is also pretty boring to listen to for someone who works with alcohol for a living. Now I understand that Las Vegas is getting a Formula One race next year. Ah, go feel talking about Formula One. Things I thought would never happen. I look forward to the thoughtful analysis about F1 from Copio Company next year in the run-up to the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Or you guys will butcher it. It's always the company will know the difference between who Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and Charles Leclerc are. Or why Ferrari are the Las Vegas Raiders of F1. A team with talent on paper, but whose incompetence throws away success in spectacular fashion. Eager to hear the company, particularly Adam and Willie, regurgitate how all their F1 knowledge comes from the Netflix show. But what do I know? It's not like I've been watching F1 for a decade. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's, guys! Are you ready to air your ESPN Las Vegas grievances? It's Festivus on Cofield and Company. Cofield and Company with the Battleborn Sports Hour, presented by Battleborn Injury. You can call from anywhere in Nevada, 766-1400. Welcome in, everybody from Reno. We have Festivus this year. If you, uh, you know, just joining us, we do it every single year. The airing of grievances, pulled from, of course, the very famous show Seinfeld. Chris has been waiting on hold to air some grievances. Chris, what do you got? Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus, guys. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> Let's go. First off, Lindsay in the morning 
get her off. She is so bad. I cannot believe she's on the radio. I don't know what she had to do to get on the radio, but I'm sure it's inappropriate to talk about on radio. Tyler Bischoff in the morning sounds like a Muppet. Get him off. Adam, you pessimistic fat tub of lard. You are horrendous. When I watch a UFC fight and I see you octagon side with your tablecloth fat guy shirt on, that's all I can focus on. Von Tobel, with your last name, your connections, you're a middling radio show host. I'm embarrassed to go to the, your middle school that your last name was named of. Steve, I cannot believe he's not in today. His yelling, awful, have to change the radio. And Willie, last but not least, the bald, creepy old guy at Twin Peaks checking out the chicks. <laughs> Happy Festivus, guys. <laughs> Great call. Thank you. Happy Festivus. That was the most rude call we've had today. That's good. We like it. We're in for it. <laughs> Although I, I would suggest middling radio host is a compliment to you. Do you that's, that's, right. That's what I was going for. Huh? I just want to announce that he actually asked if he could say fat tub of lard on the air. <laughs> okay, I really appreciate fun. that. That's good. There you go. See? It's good. The only rule we have for you guys calling is no cursing. We'll also point out that uh, we, you know, for those that were listening, we have posted a picture of what Ari scribbled on the board. Right. And uh, we're letting you weigh in on exactly what he's trying to write. And so far, nobody has got even close. I think people are actually getting close to what he actually wrote. We've got, you want the, you want the answers we've gotten? Yes. I've gotten Mark Noodles. Okay. That's what it says. Malku Ubel. Okay. And also, this is Gaelic for take the under in the early bowl games. That's actually true. 7-3, <laughs> Wake Forest right, right now. It's 12 minutes left in the second quarter. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. We've also got... Molly Ubel, but like in different capitalizations. And also, Eric, with you guys can't read anyway. I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> even if it was cor- even if it was correctly written, but it's <laughs> certainly not correctly written. All right, we're getting another cryptic message. <laughs> he actually tried to write better okay, this time. All right, well, well I, I assume that this is a recorded call that is two minutes and four seconds long. Is that what I'm being told here? Take yes. people behind the scenes. All right. What else do you see? What else does this tell you? I mean, you wrote in all <laughs> capital letters, so I'm glad for That's once. That's how I do. With Although, an arrow. Uh, but, but here's the thing, okay? And this is my complaint now. What's with the A? Okay. Who, yeah, who has the extra line on the A? Like, it's like it's a lowercase. It's just a... That's a nightmare. Yeah, it's it's not great. But it, that was him actually trying. It's but I can't true. I can't criticize no. anybody's handwriting. No, Mine's you can't. awful. I actually don't think I've ever seen your handwriting. Oh, it's horrific. Really? Horrific. I mean, I figured because you're, you're a writer, but you're obviously you type, so... Yeah. You probably don't write that much. No, it's terrible. My handwriting, because obviously we don't write that much anymore. No, no, no. Like, it starts out really strong, but the more I write, like, the crazier it gets. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're writing stand letters? Right. Like, it just, like, (laughs) it it just starts going nuts. Starts going nuts. So here's my thing. This will be the last letter ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. ESPN Las Vegas, MEJVT, and Adam Hill LVRJ. Any complaints, any grievances you want to air, you can throw them up there. Actually, I read, I think, everything that I've had. Did you have anything come in for you? Uh, No. Okay. No. Do you want, we can go to Dan, or I can air my Steve Cofield grievance. Oof. I kind of want to hear the, co- no, nah, save it. All right. We'll go to Dan. I already so wanted the Steve Cofield one. I, I was going to flex my to producer it. muscles. All we'll right. get to it. I'm going to act like he's live. Dan, happy festivals. Greetings from sunny Denver, where it's warmed up to a balmy zero degrees today.
Just a couple of days ago, the temperature dropped 65 degrees in just a matter of hours. I haven't seen numbers drop like that since the Raiders' playoff odds nosedived after they hired Josh McDaniels. Speaking of McDaniels, I never realized just how much the Raiders liked sticking it to old Bill Belichick. Not only did the Raiders embarrass the Patriots last week, but apparently they hired Josh just so old Bill would have to suffer the indignity of watching his favorite protege get humiliated on a weekly basis, too. Hey, I noticed that Steve Cofield skipped out on Festivus this year. What, did he find out he'd have to pay for parking before today's show? I used to think that Steve Cofield was the cheapest man on the planet. Then I saw Adam Hills reporting that Mark Davis was going to keep Josh McDaniels around for another year. You didn't. Well, of all the cheap, lousy ways to save a buck. One thing I know that Adam Hill hates, it's shopping for presents. Well, let's be honest, Adam Hill hates everything. But I know that John Von Tobel's family feels the same way. Their country? What to get a man that thinks he knows everything? Taking John's gambling advice is like asking Adam Hill for his finest recipe. Huh. Adam Hill cooking? I haven't been that sick since I was forced to listen to four straight hours of the Cofield and Company podcast. JVT's punishment for bankrupting more listeners and Sam Bankman freed? Having to host with Adam Hill for four straight hours on Festivus. The only thing harder than shopping for a man that thinks he knows everything is shopping for a man that hates everything. Adam Hill is on record for hating everything from Santa to Rudy to warm clothing. Adam actually once got into an argument with his girlfriend over what a loser she was dating. No wonder his favorite day of the year is when a bunch of bitter people call in and complain about him. But I do have to say, Adam Hill isn't all bad. He's done a fine job covering the Raiders beat. In fact, he's helped make the Raiders what they are today, out of the playoffs. Well, happy Festivus, everyone. I'm going to try and end this debacle by being even more cringy than Russell Wilson. So I'll just leave you with this. Let's ride. That's solid. Gre- can I can I fire a grievance back? Oh, boy. It's not a response. It's just, what was that drop? I don't throw drops in the middle of the call? That was bad. I don't know. I mean, I like the creativity. No, nah, that was corny. Okay. Well, that sounds <laughs> that's like, my grievance. That sounds like a retort. <laughs> that's, that's my, is it? I just thought it was corny. It sounds like it. Okay. All right. I don't think I'm responsible for the Raiders being out of the playoffs, but that's that's fine. You don't support them enough. That's true. That's fair. Right. I'm gonna file. I'm gonna file my grievance now with Steve Cofield. Even though I'm, I'm assuming he's listening at some point, and I think you guys are gonna know what I'm talking about. So this is one of my favorite things that Steve Cofield does. Steve, I hope you're listening, buddy. Steve, the show is to quote you, not moving super fast. You're just waving me off of guests and telling me I can't answer a question or ask a question, and then afterwards telling me, "Sorry, I'm moving super quick." No, you're just telling me, "No, I'm gonna ask the question and wave <laughs> off." Waving me off. It's not moving too quick for me, buddy. You just keep telling me no. Fair. Fair. <laughs> he did that the other day. I tried three times. Each time he waved me off, then afterwards, like, sorry, I moved super quick. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That is true. And a lot of not letting not letting answers be. Right. Like. A, a two-way conversation that's really a one-way conversation. My favorite is it's Willie pointing to himself like, I got this one. And then Steve's just like, no, no, I got this one. <laughs> He's pointing at himself, and then Willie's just, all right. But, and while we're at it, a grievance with Willie, who came in to try to respond. Yep. And now yep. is responding on Twitter? Yeah. No. Got it. It's not what this is about. You got to take it. I got to tell you, man, Willie's not the worst at it, but there were some company members who swore up and down. Oh, I could take this. Oh, yeah. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. <laughs> we, I'll say this, another grievance. 
we've had to talk off air about certain people that we can't air grievances about <laughs> because they can't handle it. That's right. That's a grievance. Can we talk about this on the break? Yeah, you weren't. Yeah, I'm not in here. the know. Yeah, you weren't here because you never pay attention. Also, yeah, you leave. Um, yeah, that's another grievance. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Sorry, leaves the studio a lot. Oh, by the way, I've added. I, you know, I'm going to add a grievance too. Uh, by the way, I thought about this, Jared. Jared, I get the wacky, funny. I'm Jared stick. <laughs> okay. When I tell you I'll do a hit, I'll do a hit. Don't text me four times while I'm at work doing your little jokey bit. I'll text you back. I don't need my phone going off 20 times because you're laughing and making jokes and going, <laughs> this is hilarious. It's not. Wow. <laughs> Strong. Poor, poor Jared. <laughs> These are grievances. Taking strays. Got a lot of problems with you. There's not strays. That's what we true. Do. That was a direct hit. It wasn't right. even a stray. He was the target. You don't have anything? I came loaded. I'm I, ready. Well, I, I mean, I... Uh, like You're I being said, too nice because I know you've got grievances. Well, like we said, there's people that we said, now, nah, you know, we better not do this. My grievance is that not everybody is a team player that can accept a day like this. <laughs> it's a very good some point. people live on this planet that they're above everyone and better than everyone and won't acknowledge that they're just a person. You want to wait till Troy? You want to wait? Yeah. All right. Because we're up against Troy. I hope I already told you. Just hang on. We got a quick break and we will come back. We'll get to you. And we also have a couple of 364 702-364-1100. For those of you who are out north in Reno who are just joining us for the Battleborn Injury Alert Sports Hour. I think I said that correctly. Sounds right. We are airing grievances for Festivus. I've got more. Adam's holding back for some reason. I'm sure Ari has grievances. But he, do you want to air them? Do you have something? I didn't know that was a thing, but sure. All right. They're ready oh, to no. go every single oh, day no. in my mind. All yes. right. There we go. I can't wait. We'll get Ari's grievances at some point mine as well. It's Cofield and Company. You're always coughing off Mike, and then anytime I make a noise, it's like, oh, what's John doing? No. I'm not doing it. So that was that was like seven years ago. And that was not an airing of grievances. That was like a random November day when you guys just pissed me off. Oh, the good Inspiring. old days. The good old days. The Ari? God, some good. Remember the uh, black olive argument that we that <laughs> remember when we got in trouble with the Lotus uh, execs because we were complaining because one of the pizza places brought us pizza and all these monsters went in there and ate it all before we got a bite to the first commercial break. Not only that, that they came changed. back into the building. There was like text that went out. There were people that left for work that day yeah. that turned around wherever they were to come back to eat our pizza. So a sponsor liked our show so much that they wanted to send us their appreciation by sending us pizza. And we, we were on the air, so we couldn't eat it. So we left it in the break room. Other people in this building not only just descended like like uh, coyotes. Or I was trying to. What you are ever, the have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a video of somebody yeah. throwing meat in a pool with piranhas? Yeah. yeah, it was the same thing. By the way, it's not. It's not coyotes that I'm Much thinking better. of. What what animal? Vultures, of? maybe. Vultures. Yeah. I think that's probably uh, probably right. Not only did they ascend on it, they started sending texts to other people. Right. Hey, there's food in here. Yes, for us. It was ridiculous. But Tro- yes, that was a good. That was a good time too. Troy, you're up. Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus, guys. Okay, so I've been a P1 listener for, okay, I'm 30 years old, so it's like among young, you know, your, your youngest demographic here. I've been listening since, like, I was 18. Like, wow. Nice. So, yeah, um, love, love the show, guys. But I crossed paths with two of your guys um, during my journalism career at UNLV, um, at, and 
two of them are one of them is Mike Ramala. Um, he is stupendous at what he does, but the fact that he eats food with no condiments, it's like <laughs> to me, it's like, how do you live with yourself? <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I, I interned with him. Mike, Mike is awesome. I get my UNLV basketball analysis through him. He is top shelf. Um, second one goes to Lindsey Brown. I worked with her at a, um, uh, back in the day, but um, her, her hockey analysis is great, first and foremost. She was a goaltender. She, she, she's about that life. She can relate to everything. Um, but there, before her, um, she was to come in with McFlurry's during shows and me being a personal trainer to right now, I'm like, please stop with the McFlurries when you can, you might get diabetes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if she does, she still does it today, but she is awesome. We're about the same age. Um, luckily for us, we're young, so we can still get away with it, but that it is what it is. And thirdly, um, which pertains to Rebecca black Friday, <laughs> I love, I honestly, I love the breaks that Ari does with it. Um, I turn up to it, but for to this day, every Friday, I do work on Monday through Friday as well. When I wake up in the morning, I just hear that break beat of that song, and it's traumatized me to this day. All right, happy festivals, guys. Happy festivals, Troy. A little nice, a little nice. A little but nice, you did but we'll go after the it. McFlurry habits of, yeah. of Lindsay. That's I had good. no idea. That's a good one. That's a, that is very good. Good to know. <laughs> And no, nobody's allowed to eat in the studio, so hopefully that doesn't yeah, happen. I was going to say, I'm not in trouble. Although, I've got a, am I allowed to have water in here? Uh, no, but it's fine. Sorry, Q. Carl? All right, let's go to Carl. Happy Festivus, Carl. Happy Festivus, guys. Listen, I just got a couple of things for you. First thing, sometimes your broadcast, your your the signal that comes across just sucks. It's like I can't hardly get it, and it's out of tune half the time. Anyway, that's a small grievance. Another grievance is... You guys are always talking about the death of baseball and it's dying and blah, 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 blah. You guys never talk about baseball. I know it's not as exciting as football or maybe even basketball in some respects, whatever, as far as viewers are in. But, you know, if you guys talked about hyped up baseball a little bit more and talked about the really exciting things a little more instead of just a little clip, at you know, in the news section or whatever, I think that would help out a lot. Um, next thing is for Steve, actually. I know it's probably recorded so he can listen to this even though his, his sorry ass didn't show up. Uh, <laughs> Biggest grievances with him. He says he's a Yankee fan. And I understand he's a radio broadcaster. He's got to stay kind of neutral. You know, he can't just be too biased toward Yankees. But I swear to God, the way he talks most of the time, he's more of an anti-Yankee fan than he's a Yankee fan. So that's my grievances, guys. It's Festivus on Cofield and Company. Cofield and Company has the likes of Judge Dan, Michael Felder, and Mark McMillan as friends of the show. Great cooks. Wing connoisseurs, barbecue pitmasters, and Steve's been taking cooking advice from TikTok. We don't care if Air Fryer Bacon has 105,000 likes. Do you know why it has 105,000 likes on TikTok? Because TikTok caters to half-naked dancing teenage girls whose moms don't allow them to use real appliances. TikTok isn't meant to give cooking advice to middle-aged men that need a snorkel so they don't drown in their own seared meat sweat. Are you ready to air your ESPN Las Vegas grievances? It's Festivus on Cofield and Company. All right, it wasn't a grievance about Mark McMillan. They just used Mark McMillan as a, uh, a jumping-off point to complain about Steve Cofield. We like that. It's good. It's true. Mark is with us now. Mark McMillan, former NFL pro, and as we uh, heard in the rejoin, grill master and man... 
that I would really like to learn from, actually, when it comes to these sort of things. What's up, man? Happy Festivus. Hey, hey what's going on, man? Happy, happy Festivus, man. I'm, I've been skating away the last couple of years, man. People have been really nice to me, so I'm just going to just keep riding Steve's coattail, man, and just stay under the radar and just continue to cook good food. Everybody, yeah, everybody just thinks you're nice. I don't think they want to go after you. I'll, I'll, I'll air the grievance and say we all think that you can cook because we see it all the time and it looks great, yeah. but we, all, we just have to say it looks great. Where is it? <laughs> you know what, man? I, I, I'm not allowed to bring any barbecue into the Raiders complex, but, man, I'm, I got to do something to show you guys that I can really cook, man. So if I got to invite you guys over, even if I got to put a rib in my backpack with a game this week, man, <laughs> I'm going to give you one of these ribs. Well, I've got a grievance for Mark. You're too happy. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something there, man. <laughs> Every time I see you, you're smiling. That's, that's too much. <laughs> It, 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 I'm just happy, man. I'm just happy to be here, man. Uh, like I said, I, I I get a kick out of being on with you guys, man, and seeing you guys do see you guys do your work. Uh, you know, Adam's been Adam's been dropping dimes with these restaurants, and I've been visiting him, and he hasn't missed yet, man. So kudos to my man Adam, man. But by, by the way, that that I'll use this to just say I just got a text, and hopefully. I don't I don't know how bad it is or what's going on. I just got a text that one of my favorite restaurants in town is on fire. Um, oh. and hope, hopefully it's put out very quickly. Um, herbs and rye get out of here. That's, I just got a text. So I don't know how bad it is or what's going on, but if that's true, uh, please, please, uh, stay safe over in the area and hopefully everything uh, works out over there. Cause that place is phenomenal. It's been on my you're, list. You haven't gone, gone yet? yet. No. What are you doing? I went to, I don't work. I don't oh, know. We don't so do good. this, but it's so good. Uh, <laughs> Mark last week, Raiders. What on earth, man? Have you ever seen anything like that? I've never seen anything like that, man. And uh, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that for a long time. I think every special team coach or every offensive coordinator uh, around the National Football League, college and high school, is probably going to eliminate that backwards pass play. Uh, but it was crazy, man. That Everybody in the press box was looking at each other like we just saw a ghost. So what – what goes wrong? So me and Steve are arguing about this earlier in the week. No surprise. We argue about everything. What goes <laughs> wrong? Because he said, hey, look, that's just bad coaching. You can't do that. I said, there's some things that coaches just assume players know. Don't throw the ball back when the game's tied. You don't have to teach that. You should know that. Yeah, coaches coach and players play, man. You know, And, and uh, right before that, they called a timeout. So whatever they were discussing in the huddle, uh, you know, I'm sure they told the guys, if it's not there, taking the – we got overtime. The game is tied up. Uh, like I said, they can coach can say whatever he wants. If I'm in that position, I'm not going to throw the ball back to my opposing team's uh, goal line, especially when we're already, you know, we're doing pretty good. We're we're heading into overtime. We feel good about ourselves. And what a bonehead play, man! That's going to be with that young man for the rest of his life. It's also throwing it back to probably the most unathletic guy on the field, and that includes the <laughs> offensive lineman. Yeah, and I was like, okay, if he's throwing it back, who are you throwing it back to? The only person who was back there was Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not a receiver. He's not trying to catch the ball, nor would you want your quarterback to catch the ball and run to go try to make a play. Just wild. Just wild. What? I mean, obviously we haven't seen things like that specifically, but a heartbreaking loss like that, just a crushing loss, especially when you're in the playoff race, what is the locker room like for the Patriots? Like, have you been in a locker room like that? And what's it like for the players? Um, I've been in a locker room like that. We've, we've lost a game, uh, you know, to the Denver Broncos when I was with Kansas City that 
game that we thought we should have won. Uh, you know, we made a couple of mistakes on special teams. Uh, it was just real gloomy, man. It was real. And, you know, Marty Schottenheimer was a guy that really got after everybody. Uh, you know, I'm sure, I don't know what Belichick is like in the locker room, but uh, Marty Schottenheimer let us know that who made the mistakes and, why, and, and, and the consequences that we were going to face the next day and all week in practice. And, you know, we did have to face some consequences. You know, it was like 20 degrees when we were playing. I forgot who we were playing. And we had an indoor facility, and Marty said, we cannot practice inside because we don't play inside. That is your punishment for messing up the last week's game. We're practicing in 20-degree weather. <laughs> so you, you talk about facility. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about the 20-degree uh, the weather. It's going to be even colder than that tomorrow in Pittsburgh. What what can you do? Like, I mean, is it just going to be cold and you have to deal with it? Is there ways to prepare for it? Uh, how do you handle that as a player? Um, as a player, you just go out there and play the game. Uh, you know, we have some cold games in Kansas City, really cold games in Philly. Um, I played in Chicago, uh, you know, with Philly. And, uh, you know, that was the first time I was really like, bro, we need to get up on these guys in the first half so they will shut it down. We were <laughs> drinking, instead of Gatorade in the Gatorade jug, we had chicken broth. Warm chicken broth in the Gatorade jug uh, to keep us warm on the sideline. Little, uh, maybe a little uh, hot chocolate with whiskey in it on the sideline too. That keeps you warm. <laughs> Smoke a couple heaters. No, Ray, Ray, Rose, Ray Rose had the whiskey after the game, but we wasn't drinking no whiskey during the game. Well, I guess uh, from from your perspective, and we're talking to Mark McMillan, of course, good friend of the show. Uh, your perspective as a defensive back, you're playing in conditions where you don't think a quarterback can throw the ball all the way down the field, right? I mean, you, you have to assume there are certain throws they just can't make. So how does that kind of change your coverage? Um, you just be a little bit more aggressive, um, you know, especially with the Raiders. With uh, Chandler Jones is playing pretty good uh, the last couple of games, getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Of course, Max Crosby is going to do what he does, uh, you know, and, and for a defensive back, that gives you an opportunity uh, to squat on a lot of routes uh, or not uh, the quarterback specialty. So, you know, if I'm a defensive back, man, I'm changing my game plan up and I'm gambling just a little bit more. Is, is everything the same in terms of the wind, right? Like we talk about the cold a lot, but wind seems to be more effective when it comes to passing attacks. How does it alter your, how does it alter your play as a defensive back when it's super windy? Um, it, it, on the deep balls. You know, those deep balls are real tricky. And, you know, especially with the way they call the game now, you touch a receiver, man, it's CI. Uh, so, you know, the wind definitely plays a factor uh, in the trajectory of the ball coming out. Uh, hopefully the ball will blow into your, your your direction and give you an opportunity. But uh, you know there there's some definitely some difficulties uh, when you're playing in the windy uh, conditions. So as we kind of approach these last three weeks, there's obviously teams that have a lot to play for. There's teams like the Raiders who are on the fringes that need a lot to happen moving forward, and there's, there's other teams that have nothing to play for. Like, how do you gauge some of these teams that really don't have anything going on? Have you been in a situation where the last few weeks you guys don't have anything to play for? You've been knocked out. Like, what is the mentality of a team like that in the last three weeks of a season? Um, with New Orleans Saints, you know, we wasn't we, we knew what was going wasn't going into the playoffs, and uh, we knew uh, Coach Moore uh, stepped away, so we didn't know who the new coach was going to come in, and we just had to go out there and put our best foot forward, and then you know put some good stuff on tape because you wanted the next coach to see that. So you know, the best thing we had going for us in New Orleans was we ate good. I mean, we had good catfish, we had good gumbo. Uh, we didn't sit down and eat because the people were booing us and, and calling us all kind of names. So we wasn't a really good team, but. You know, you just got to go out there and uh, play the best you can because you're still getting paid to do a job. I imagine there's a couple of guys that probably weren't all on the same page in those situations. Well, I, I can't really tell that. I can't go inside a man's soul <laughs> of a man's heart. But on tape, you can see, like, bro, yeah. you made a business decision right there. Are you packing it in? And, 
You know, you can see the U-Haul trucks coming in a little early, and you wonder why, like, man, why did you ship your car back already? You know, so that's how you can tell if a guy packs it in. If his car gets put on the lift <laughs> from the facility, you know, a month early, you know he's ready to go home. <laughs> what What did you think of Mac Jones's tackling ability? Uh, you know, I, I, man, uh, terrible. <laughs> you know, not, I can't even sure. I can't even sugarcoat it. It was terrible, but. You know, you figure Mac Jones, they never had to tackle nobody at Alabama. He was just throwing it to the talented receivers uh, and just get, letting guys do do what they have to do. But the effort that he gave was like, man, well, Chandler Jones was one of the biggest dudes in the league. And, uh, you know, the stiff form he gave him was, man, it was real nasty. And, you know, that's probably going to be on a lot of guys' uh, postcards uh, for Christmas from Chandler Jones. But poor Mac Jones. I feel bad for my Bama guy, man. It, just, it looked real dirty. <laughs> well, Mark, and you, you said, like, Alabama – I would argue he probably hasn't attempted a tackle in like almost seven, eight years, right? Not even in practice. Right. You know, you figure that the athletes that he had at Alabama, when he threw an interception, you know, you got you got some really talented receivers that can run down and, and get these guys. But uh, here, it wasn't the case. Uh, you know, it just, it's good for the Raiders. They still have a slight chance. Uh, you know, anything can happen. Uh, obviously, they got to go to Pittsburgh where I saw Lincoln Kennedy tweet out it's probably like two degrees. I was like, bruh, good thing I don't have to go to Pittsburgh to cover that game. So Raiders still have a chance. It's, you know, they have to win. They have to get a little bit of help from somewhere um, if if they can be able to pull this off. Uh, but to go to Pittsburgh to play what should be a very emotional uh, game, you know, they were going to retire yeah. Franco Harris's jersey. Instead, uh, with his passing this week, they're going to just have a kind of a celebration for him. Um, well, first of all, I'll just ask that. What? What did Franco Harris mean to the league as a guy that, you know, obviously had a, a, a long career in Pittsburgh, was part of those dynasties there, and then uh, was a great ambassador afterwards? What did he mean to the league? I know you can't really like Steelers guys, but uh, how, how, you know, how was his impact felt? Uh, big time. Uh, Adam, I was a Steelers guy growing up. You know, okay. growing up in L.A., you the, the Raiders or Cowboys, but I always went across the drain, man. I love the Steelers. I love Mel Blount. I love Jack Lambert. You know, I love Franco Harris, uh, you know, Stallworth and all those guys, Rocky Blyer. I was a Steeler guy growing up, and, um, you know, everybody wanted to be Franco or you wanted to be Tony Dorsett back in the day. And, you know, what he meant to the league was uh, was tremendous. And, you know, just even when I see guys that paved the way uh, for me to have that opportunity, man, I always make sure I shake those guys' hands uh, and pay homage to those guys and, Whenever you saw Franco in person, I was like a little kid, like a little fan, like, hey, how you doing, Mr. Harris, you know, shaking his hand. Or, you know, if I have something in my hand, I'll ask for an autograph. But what a great guy for the game uh, on and off the field. Uh, a, a Penn State legend as well. Uh, you know, a Steeler legend, Hall of Famer. Uh, what he was able to accomplish, man, over the years was, was outstanding. And, uh, you know, with the sudden passing, man, it just goes to show you that, man, nothing is promised to us. And, we just got to continue to live and, and do the best that we can. But, man, my prayers go out to the uh, the Harris family. Was it a catch? I, it was a catch because I was a fan. It was a catch <laughs> for me. You know, it, it, was, it was 100% catch, man. And, uh, like I said, I'm sure they're going to play it a lot, you know, over the next uh, couple of days uh, leading up to the game. Uh, but, like I said, man, what a tragedy. You get ready to get your, you know, you get to, you know the, the fans getting ready to pay homage to you and, Obviously, you know, the man upstairs had something different plan for, for Franco. But, man, when you're a Hall of Famer, man, and you, and you get in there and you get that gold jacket, that's big time. And uh, he's, he's going to be deeply missed by a lot of people. And, uh, like I said, and they play the Raiders this 
you know, in, in a couple of days. That's just crazy to me. Crazy. Mark, we got about a minute left, but uh, what do you got coming up? You're always working on something. You got your hands in something all the time. What's up with the oils? <laughs> oh, man, I, I just launched my oils two weeks ago. Um, so now they're in barbecue concepts here in Las Vegas. Uh, they just hit the shelves yesterday, so you can go to barbecue concepts here in Vegas and get your Grilla McMillan infused olive oils. Um, I got a tasting uh, on Monday with uh, Evil Pie. Uh, I partnered up with Eagle Pie. They're going to make a Grilla McMillan mesquite chicken infused pizza. Wow! That's going to for the whole month of January, and we're going to do uh, we're going to every slice that that's purchased, we're donating a dollar back to the uh, uh, to the uh, to hospice care here, the Nathan Adelson Hospice 